0: Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, it's all one word, download the app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. Don't let diaper rash come between you and your baby. Diaper rash can be one of the worst experiences your little one has to go through and keeping their delicate skin happy and healthy shouldn't require a spatula to apply thick, goopy treatments that can be just as irritating and uncomfortable as the diaper rash. Instead, try Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Dr. Mom Butt Balm is a pediatrician approved skin protectant free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide. It was developed by a mom who is also a doctor when she couldn't find any traditional products that worked for her baby's persistent diaper rash. Use just a small amount of Dr. Mom Butt Balm to help soothe your baby's skin and feel good about making the right choice. Nothing comes between you and your baby, not even diaper rash. Check out Dr. Mom Butt Balm, available on Amazon or Walmart.com. It's story time, and this time it is a story about how a pregnant patient ended up getting a medical helicopter ride. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a board-certified OBGYN who's been in practice for nearly 15 years. I've had the privilege of helping over 1,000 babies into this world And I'm here to help you be calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it. hello there welcome to another episode of the podcast a shorty episode whether this is your first time listening or you have been here before you know i appreciate you spending some time with me today so in these short episodes i like to share little tidbits little stories and this one is a story about how a pregnant patient ended up getting a medical helicopter ride so Here's what happened. I'm at work, I get a call from an emergency department about them wanting to transfer a patient. This particular patient was in her third trimester, but she was preterm. Preterm meaning less than 37 weeks, and she was having abdominal pain, and the emergency department doctor was concerned that it could be contractions. However, this emergency department was at a hospital where they didn't have a labor and delivery unit. So there was no ability to monitor her and see if she was having contractions, no ability to monitor the baby's heart rate or anything like that, because again, no labor and delivery unit. So how did the patient get to this hospital with no labor and delivery unit? Well, what had happened was (laughs) she was at home and she started experiencing pain. Her sister happened to be at home with her and when the patient started experiencing pain, her sister panicked a bit and she called 911. So the ambulance came but the nearest hospital with a labor and delivery unit was on diversion. So what that means when a hospital is on diversion is that they are closed for any ambulances, they are closed for any transfer patient. Now, if you happen to walk in the door, you don't know that the hospital is closed, so they would take you if you walked into the door, but they're not going to accept any transfers, any ambulances, because they're already full or they don't have the staff, or for whatever reason, they're on diversion. So the hospital with the nearest labor and delivery was on diversion. So in this case, the ambulance took her to the next closest hospital, which, you know, you would think makes sense. However, it did not have a labor and delivery. Now this patient really definitely needed to be evaluated in a labor and delivery unit. She's preterm, she's pregnant, she's having pain, There's a concern that there's contractions. She needs to be evaluated for preterm labor, try to see what the cause of her pain is. However, the emergency department doctor said that it was going to take at least four hours for an ambulance to arrive, four hours. And that would be entirely too long, period, but definitely too long if she were actually in preterm labor. Those hours make a difference. So in this case, the only option was a medical helicopter. So, the helicopter came, picked up the patient from the other hospital, but on the way to my hospital, there was some potential for bad weather. So, the helicopter had to make a detour and land at the airport for a bit to decide if they could make it all the way to my hospital or if they needed an ambulance to come pick her up from the airport and then take her the rest of the way to the hospital yes this story just continues to get complex so ultimately the helicopter crew decided that they could fly safely and they made it to our hospital about an hour after they had left the other hospital okay so about an hour When the patient got to our hospital, she was not in labor. We put her on the monitor. Her cervix was closed and she ended up being discharged home about an hour after she arrived to see me after what she called a scary helicopter ride and experience. Hey, so you made it this far in the episode and I'm thinking it's because you enjoyed this podcast. Well, if that's the case, then I have a favor to ask. Producing a podcast involves time, effort, and resources, from recording equipment to an editor, hosting fees, coordinating guests, countless hours spent researching and crafting content, it all adds up. And that's where I could use your support. Again, that's DrNicoleRankins.com forward slash support. Thank you so much for being part of the All About Pregnancy and Birth community. Now back to the show. So a few lessons from this story. Number one, if you have a problem in pregnancy, start with calling your doctor's office. There's typically someone on call 24-7 who you can speak with to help you decide if you need to go to the hospital. It's a doctor or some practices, it's a nurse. Now I will say that some practices are not supporting having 24-7 availability of someone to talk to as much anymore, so it may be a challenge, but it's still a good place to start. And speaking of which. Go ahead and ask your doctor right now what you do if you have a problem after hours in your pregnancy, who you call, how does that work? So you're not trying to scramble and figure it out um, in an emergency sort of situation or in a situation where you have some concerns. Really calling 911 should be for true emergencies, like booming out contractions, oh my God, the baby's coming, lots of blood passing out, like really true, true emergencies for 911, not a couple of minor episodes of abdominal pain. The second thing is try not to panic. I know it's hard. our society has created this energy, this stigma around pregnancy that it's this medical condition, it's a disaster waiting to happen. You have one contraction, two contractions based on TV or the movies, and oh my God, we gotta get everything, we gotta get water, we gotta run to the hospital after 30 seconds of TV in the movie. And that's just not the reality. Yes, things can happen that are definitely emergencies in pregnancy, but they are rare, all right? So try not to panic, try to take a deep breath, assess if something is really truly an emergency. Pregnancy is a normal, natural condition that's been happening for literally billions of years. So take a step back and realize that most often it's not an emergency and you have a minute to kind of assess things and get yourself to a hospital that can best serve you. Speaking of which, number three, if at all possible, when you have a problem in pregnancy, especially if you are after 20 weeks, go to a hospital with a labor and delivery unit. Please, 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 please. Now I understand if you have difficulties Difficulties, you're in a rural area, there's not a lot around you. Maybe it really is truly an emergency, and you cannot get to a hospital that's further. But hospitals or those freestanding emergency departments. You know, something that's not connected to a hospital with a labor and delivery, they are not equipped to deal with pregnancy issues. They are very skilled doctors and they are good at emergencies outside of pregnancy, but for pregnancy, they don't have the training, they don't have the knowledge, they don't have the expertise, particularly if it's after 20 weeks, okay? And all it ends up doing is delaying care. It just delays care. So if it's an extra 10 minutes or 15 minutes for you to drive to a hospital with a labor and delivery, you're almost always going to be better off driving to that hospital with labor and delivery. It's going to be the extra 10 or 15 minutes is going to be less than the time it takes for you to be evaluated at the other place and then get transferred to the other hospital. As you heard in this story, it's not as straightforward as you think to just get transferred to another hospital. The ambulance has to come. Um, that takes some time to get there. The ambulance has to go to the other hospital. It's not like you come in you get evaluated and 10 minutes later you're out the door. It just does not work that way. This is a fairly common occurrence that if you're at a place that's one of those freestanding ERs, it's gonna take at least an hour typically for an ambulance to be available to take you to another place. So instead of stopping at the first place, because you hear the advice, I get it, you hear the advice, go to the closest hospital, go to the closest hospital. But in pregnancy, it needs to be go to the closest hospital with a labor and delivery unit. You will be served faster, you will get the care that you need faster. And I forgot to mention that one of the ways to reduce that sense of panic is of course childbirth education. I have a childbirth education option called the birth preparation course. It's my online childbirth education class that gets you calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful birth. But there are lots of childbirth education options out there. Just please find one that works for you. Do not skip childbirth education. It is so, so important. All right. So that's it for this short episode. Please share the podcast with a friend. I am on a mission to reach and serve as many pregnant folks as possible, and I would love your help in doing so. Also subscribe to the podcast an Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening to me right now. If you love the podcast, leave me a five-star review in Apple Podcast. Helps the show to grow. Helps me know what you think about the show and helps other women know what you think about the show. And speaking of helping me know what you think about the show, shoot me a DM on Instagram. My DMs are open. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Nicole Rankins. Come follow me there. Not only to connect outside of the podcast, but to get great additional information about pregnancy and birth. So that's it for this short episode. Do come on back next week and remember that you deserve a beautiful Beautiful pregnancy and birth.